Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Is judgment about to hit, as in possibly even tomorrow? Now, I'm going to tell you right up front that in my natural mind, nothing is going to be happening Wednesday, as in 410 of 2019. No, but my prophetic mind says there might be. Now, let me explain the difference. If you've ever been around an attorney, the thing that separates attorney from everybody else in life, they always ask themselves, what's the worst thing can happen? For today, let's ask ourselves, what's the worst thing can happen? If you're hearing this broadcast today, two things are taking place today that could, please hear what I'm saying, that could bring a catastrophe, and that catastrophe could be an earthquake. What is the worst could happen, and could it happen? Since we're taking that attitude in this broadcast, then we have to say, there's a high probability that it could. Now, if it doesn't happen tomorrow on the 10th of April, I'm going to say there's a real high probability it's going to happen on or before June 9th of 2019. Now, please, I'm not trying to set a date, but I am a watchman. And when I see the sword come, I'm commanded to warn you that I see a sword coming. Ezekiel 33.6. Is judgment about to hit America? Will that judgment be 88,000 U.S. leaders arrested, or a series of suitcase nukes, or an earthquake, or a financial crisis? All four of those, we have prophecies in the mouth of two or three witnesses saying that any one of these judgments could come. Uh, This is to the president. Ignore those telling you to split Jerusalem. It is the wrong thing to do. They're giving you bad advice. A person can make a bad decision even when they're trying to do the right thing. As you know, Israel is the apple of God's eye. In his nation, his people, I will show to you that God has told nine people that if we, America, splits Israel, God will split America. Instead of trying to solve the problems in America with a peace treaty, stand firm behind Israel. She will be attacked by her enemies and defeat those attacking her. Do not go against Israel. If you force Israel to give the Palestinians a state, the God of Israel will consider that a direct attack on him and his people. And God will split America from the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Now, again, I realize that's a big statement. So now I'll back it up in the mouth of two or three witnesses. And then I go on to give some of those witnesses. I'm not going to read all that or won't have time to say the other things that I have to say. But I will say that I put in there about the prophet from Puerto Rico, Ephraim Rodriguez, that was shown a big meteor hits Mona Island just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami that goes up the eastern seaboard, and where it hits is an earthquake fault, runs up the Mississippi River Valley, and could possibly open the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Now, in the letter I say, I'd like to say that the devastation ends there, but this is actually only the start of the fall of America. But it begins with American uh, United States splitting Jerusalem. So, I beg you, do not split Jerusalem. Now, let's skip on down a little bit. Since the Bible says we're to confirm the events in the mouth of two or three witnesses, when I invited Ephraim to speak, I searched for confirming prophecies. What are the chances someone would be shown a meteor hitting near Puerto Rico if it weren't of God? What I found was so shocking, I turned my discovery into a DVD on the topic. This is what I found that six people saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico. Four saw a tsunami hit the east coast of the United States. This can be important in just a minute. Stay with me here. Six people saw America split in two pieces. Three people saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean, and here it is. Nine people saw that America was split because she split Israel. 
There is more, Mr. President, and I go on explaining about Demetri Dudeman. Now, in case you haven't heard about him, he's a Romanian pastor, smuggled Bibles into Romanian Russia for some 30 years. He was arrested, put through five months of torture, culminating in them putting him on the electric chair, not once, but twice. And as the electricity was going through his body, the angel Gabriel showed up in the room. The whole room lit up with white light. And the angel said, Dimitri, don't be afraid. You won't die. Plead the blood of Jesus. So he started saying, Singular Louis Seuss, Singular Louis Seuss, which is Romanian for the blood of Jesus. They couldn't kill him. Woke up on the floor, they're slapping him around, pouring water on him. Couldn't kill him twice. Twice on the electric chair, brothers and sisters. That's why we better listen to this message. Now, let's get to the message. He was put on the electric chair in 1980. He smuggled Bibles for four more years. He was exiled to America July 22, 1984, at 10 o'clock. You're going to America to give them a message, the angel told him. When he arrived, and by the way, it all came to pass exactly as the angel told. He said it was late at night. This is important. Listen to this part. I was sitting outside on a rock. A light came toward me. The fear of cars came with me, within me, and the remaining police were always trying to run me over with the cars. So I jumped to run, but the light surrounded me. Out of the light, I heard the same voice. Dimitri, why are you so despaired? I said, why did you punish me? What did I do so rotten? You brought me here to the United States. I have nowhere to lie my head. I can't understand anybody. Dimitri, didn't I tell you that I will be here with you also? I brought you here to this country because this country will burn. Well, then why did you bring me here to burn? Why don't you just let me die in my own country? Dimitri, have patience. I will tell you. Get beside me. Now, I quizzed him on this. I said, Dimitri, that, that thing that you got beside the angel on, what was it? He kind of got a little angry with him. He said, look, when you're in the presence of an angel, he said, you can't think straight. All you can think of is what the angel is telling you and what the angel is saying and doing. And I said, well, what was it that you got on beside the angel? He said, I don't know. He said, it was kind of like a pillow on fire. He said, the only thing I can remember is he controlled it with his left hand. Now, I say that because there's a couple of things like that I've got to say about this particular part. So anyway, he says, he took and showed him all of California, the cities of California, and Las Vegas. He said, you see what I've shown you? This is Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day, it will burn. He didn't let me say another word until he brought me back to the place we had left. He said, now, Dimitri, you can ask me questions. He said, I brought you to this country, Dimitri, because I want to wake up a lot of people. Now, here comes the important part. I love the people of this country, and I want to save them, but America will burn. Well, how can I save them? I can't even speak their language. Who knows me? How will they call me? He said, don't worry. Now, here's the part I want you to hear. I will be ahead of you. I will make great healings among the American people. Let me say it again. Don't worry. I will be ahead of you. I'll make great healings among the American people. You will go to television stations, radio stations, and churches. Tell them everything I tell you. Don't hide anything. If you try to hide anything, I will punish you because America will burn. How will it burn? America is so powerful. The Russian spies have discovered where the most powerful nuclear missiles are stored in America. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries I cannot remember, will attack. The Russians will bombard the nuclear missiles in America, and America will burn. Let's talk about the part where he says, I will be ahead of you. I will make great healings among the American people. 
Well, in the 10 years that Dimitri Dudeman traveled north, south, east, and west all across this nation, speaking to television stations, radio stations, and churches, I never saw any great healings. Matter of fact, when I was with him, which was on several speaking tours, I was probably with him on, I don't know, either with him or sponsored him through Prophecy Club on 20 or 25 different cities. I never, I think I probably saw him even pray for less than 10 people, but I never saw any healings. Okay, now let's pause just a second. You remember last week, I put David Phillips on the radio. Last week, I, and, and David and I are close spiritually. I mean, there's been times where I called him and I said, you had a dream last night. There was a long pause. And he said, yeah, yeah, that's right. I did. How'd you know? And the dream was for me. There's been times where he's called me and he said, I had a dream. I have a prophetic word for you. And he's always been right on. I mean, 100% every time. So last week I called him and I said, you got anything? Once again, there was a long pause because David chooses his words carefully. Finally, he said, I prayed and I said, Lord, if you want me to tell this to Stan, then you have him call me. So you called, so I'll tell you. He said, do you remember in Dimitri's testimony where he said he arrived in America that first night? And you remember he was outside and said he was sitting on a rock. Yes, I remember it well. Uh, we were in, uh, in Fullerton, California, where Dimitri's house was. And uh, some kids were kicking a ball around and playing. And I turned to Dimitri and I said, Dimitri, the first night you arrived and the angel came to you and you thought someone was going to run you over with cars, you said you were outside sitting on a rock. Where were you sitting? And it actually was a brick planter, you know, where they have like a rock wall with then a little bit of dirt between the rock wall and the house, and they plant flowers there. And, of course, there was no flowers. He walked over and sat down on this brick planter. He looked to the left, looked to the right, kind of getting his bearings. He said, yeah, it was right here. And I said, now, when you said you saw the light come toward you and the fear of cars came within you, what direction did that light come from? And he pointed, and when he was pointing, it was right down a street, meaning that a street dead-ended into his house. And when you came up to the stop sign, either you turned right or you turned left. But if you kept going straight right through the stop sign, you would run right over where he was sitting, and your car would run right into his living room. Now, that confirmed the story to me, because, see, if it's not a real story, if it didn't really happen, you wouldn't have those kind of details. If it didn't really happen... Then he would have been kind of stumbling around, uh, well, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, well uh, and maybe there wasn't a rock there, see? But in that, it all lined up, we can verify it. Now, I say that because let me go back to, so I called David, and I said, uh, you got anything? He said, yes, I do. He said, you remember the night that Dimitri first arrived in America? Yes. You remember that he was outside sitting on a rock, thought a car was going to come at him, trying to run him over. And I said, yes, I remember it well. He said, then he got up and you walked over and he, you sat down in the very spot where he sat the very first night that the angel came to him. I said, yes. He said, Stan, you sat in the very spot where Dimitri sat when the angel Gabriel came to him the very first night to deliver the message to him, right? Yes. Now, I'd like to say I'm a real smart cookie <laughs> and that I figured out real quick what he was saying, but I didn't. Stan, the very first night you sat 
where Dimitri sat when the angel Gabriel came to him to give him the message that America is going to fall, right? I said, yes, 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 I did. Yes, I did. He said, and you're also the guy that had the dream where you said in the dream, which was God telling you, that you are Dimitri Dudeman. And then it hit me. And he said, what God is showing you is that you are the one that's carrying the mantle of Dimitri Dudeman. You sat on the very place Dimitri was sitting sitting when the angel came to him. And he said, I think that the great healings that God is going to bring through the American people, he is bringing through you. Well, they certainly didn't come through Dimitri. And I don't know of anybody else that carries Dimitri's message. At least that's what David said, and that's what several people said to me. And I haven't heard of anybody else that talks about Dimitri on a regular basis. I'm sure people mention him from time to time. Now, that's important. Hang on to that. So great healings, I believe, are going to come through Dimitri's message. And it's not for Stan. It's not for Prophecy Club. It's to shine a message or a light. Maybe that's what he said. It's going to shine a light on the warning that Dimitri was given that Russia is going to attack and defeat America in one day. Now, hang on to that thought. November 7th of 2015, an article came out in The Economist. title is Black Gold Under the Golan. Yes, this is going to matter. I'm just going to read two sentences from it. And it goes on to claim how Israeli and American oil men believe, that's a big word, remember that, believe they have discovered a bonanza in this most inconvenient of sites. After three test drillings, They believe that the Genie Oil Company has discovered a major, and let me read that this is what it says. It says his company thinks it has found an oil reservoir with the potential of billions of barrels of oil. The Golan was never given to Israel as part of the original 12 tribes. That was not part of what the massive amounts of oil promise was given to them. Nowhere in in the article did it say that they had proven that they had discovered it. Now let's go to April 15, 2002. Many times on the air, I have quoted the summary points of this dream, but I haven't read it on the air very often. But now let me read it. I dreamt I saw Mary Jean Stevens at a meeting. This is from Prophet Leslie Johnson, my wife. Mary Jean is Hayseed Stevens' wife. Hayseed is a man God told the largest oil field in the world is located at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. While we were ministering, Mary Jean got a call from Hayseed. He said, Mary Jean, you need to get home. War is about to break out here in Israel. Now, that's a key point. Now, that's a key point. Hold that in memory. That's going to make some importance here in just a second. So war is about to break out here in Israel, meaning that this prophecy has to do with war in Israel. Well, what is about to go on right now? Well, you see, they, uh, President Trump just declared that the Golan Heights now belongs to Israel. And the reason, some people say, that he's declared that is because they believe that they found a massive oil discovery and that probably they're declaring that land is there so that they can have the oil. Now, hang on. She came over to me and told me that Hayseed said, and then he left to go home. That night after the meeting, he, I saw myself sleeping. I had a dream within a dream, and I saw a news report on television that announced, here it is, that Israel had given the Palestinians a state. So that's the second point to watch for when this dream comes to pass. First is war is about to break out in Israel, and then Israel gives the Palestinians a stake. Then I heard the Lord say, 
you must tell everyone that oil is going to come forth soon. It will cause the Jewish people to fight back for the land. Now, what is going on with Golan? That's exactly what's happening. Because Israel, whether there's oil there or not, I don't think there is, but whether there's oil there or not, Israel thinks that there's oil there. And just last week, the article came out that Syria says, well, there is no other alternative but war. In other words, Syria is about to attack Israel. Syria says that this is war. Well, now, normally, Israel wouldn't be too concerned about Syria. But the big Russian bear now is backing up Syria. And so all of a sudden, that's a very big concern. Now, I'm running out of time here, so let me skip down. There were about eight of us. We were discussing my dream. We needed to find a place to talk. The man told us to follow him. Everyone was eager to find out about this dream, so we walked through what appeared to be an airport waiting area. As I walked through, I noticed a lot of Jewish people. I could tell by the way they were talking and visiting. As I passed by one woman, I noticed she was reading a small newspaper like the Jerusalem Post. That's a key. Remember that. Like a Jerusalem Post. I was drawn to what she was saying, and I heard her say with an accent, Arafat is in the hospital. She did not say why. However, she was happy to hear he was in the hospital. Now, also when Leslie woke up from this dream and we taped it, I remember specifically April 15, 2002, she said, and I think he died there. Well, two years after this dream, he died in the hospital. But the interesting part, when this dream came out, Arafat wasn't even allowed outside of his compound. So to put that out to everybody, that Arafat is going to go into the hospital and die there, that was a very big prophecy, but it came to pass, meaning that this prophecy is confirmed. Let's go on. We made our way through the crowd. <coughs> I'm going to skip two paragraphs. I'm running out of time. Once inside, this man with high connections in Israel said, All right, Leslie, tell me your dream. I told him that Israel will give the Palestinians a state, but it would be a temporary arrangement to give the Jews enough time to regroup and get their armed forces prepared. I told him that oil will come forth quickly. The discovery of large amounts of oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. It will lead to a major war, war, almost like the whole world will get involved. It will include many countries. Now, let me look, let me point out some very important things here. Part of this dream that had to do with the next war was that war would break out, Israel will give the Palestinians a state, oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land. All of those things are almost ready to happen. Now let's go back to the letter I wrote to the president. January 22 of 06. In the night, Leslie heard the audible voice of God speak six specific signs that lead to the fall of America. I'm running out of time, so let me just put them in the order I think that they're going to be fulfilled in. The first one is Omer ushers in Palestinian state. What does that mean? What is the Omer? Well, we've thought a lot of different things through the years since 2006, since she got this. But at the end of the day, it most likely is the counting of the Omer. Now, why is that important? Because the counting of the Omer is 49 days before Pentecost. Pentecost in 2019 is June 9th. That means that any time in the next Oh, about 50 some odd days, 50 to 55 days, somewhere in there, there could be a headline that appears in the Jerusalem Post, and it might say, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Now, the reason I'm bringing this broadcast today is today is 4 9 of 2019. It's Tuesday. Two things are happening today. 
and that is there is an election in Israel, and there's 50 candidates running for the prime minister's position. Now, Netanyahu, for many years, has been a staunch supporter of not splitting Jerusalem, not giving the Palestinians a state. However, with 50 candidates, what's the chances he will not be reelected? I would say pretty good. So, for our lawyer point of view, in other words, ask ourselves what's the worst thing can happen, what happens if someone gets elected that is for splitting Jerusalem, for splitting Israel? Then, the second thing that happens today, President Trump is supposed to announce his Trump Middle East peace plan. And it is rumored by several sources that it is supposed to be splitting Jerusalem. Matter of fact, one source said that what happened was a couple of Jews, actually more than a couple, but a group of Jews went to President Trump and they basically cooked up a peace plan and they did not consult with Jewish leadership. They did not consult with the Palestinians. They basically wrote up a peace plan and they have urged Trump to sign it. And inside sources say he may be willing to sign it. That's the reason I sent him this letter. Because if he signs it, God's going to split America, and the split of America we'll never recover from, and all of a sudden, big bad things could be happening literally in the next few days. I don't think it'll happen that fast, but you know, the question is, when would God consider that we have split Israel or Jerusalem? Would he consider it when Trump announces his peace plan? Possibly, but probably not. Hopefully not. Would he consider it with when the Palestinians agree to it? Or when Israel agrees to it? Or the UN agrees to it? Or would he consider it done when they actually start moving people out of their houses? Well, I don't know. But again, today we're taking the negative point of view. We're asking ourselves what's the worst thing could happen. So when could God consider that the splitting of Jerusalem? It could be today. And if you go back and you look at the history, anytime America has done anything against Israel, within 24 hours, God hits America exactly the same way. But when there's one Jew kicked out of his houses, there's a hundred Americans kicked out of their houses. He hits us a hundred times harder. So if, please listen to me, I'm not setting a date, quote me correctly here. So if, Today, meaning April the 9th, when Trump announces his Middle East peace plan, if God considers that splitting Jerusalem, and if he does what he's done in the past, which is in 24 hours, he hits us back. That means tomorrow we would be hit back. Now, how do you think we would be hit back? Well, probably it's an earthquake. In other words, it would be something that would split America. Is it going to be a meteor hitting? I don't know. I don't know exactly. I'm just, look, I'm a watchman. My job is to warn you when I see a problem. And I see a problem, so I'm warning you. What we could see is the newspaper headline sometime between now and June the 9th that says, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Again, the Omer may be the 49 days just prior to Pentecost, and Pentecost is June 9th of 2019. Meaning, if you announce your Israeli peace plan, I'm reading the letter to the president again, on April 9th and split Jerusalem, the newspaper headline could appear, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Then God could cause great earthquakes, splitting America because you split Israel. 
Then the newspaper headline appears, Catastrophe Hits America. America's hurting like never in her history, worse than any hurricane, war, or flood, and the news headline appears, one of America's greatest times of need. America cries for all the world that she has helped through the years to now turn and to help her, but her old ally, Israel, whom she just angered by forcing them to give their arch enemy, the Arabs, part of their land, Israel is now angry at America and does not help America, which brings the newspaper headline, Israel refuses to help America. The enemies of Israel see their opportunity. America is now on her knees, strength-wise. Israel is angry with America. They attack Israel. America does the right thing, sends troops, but the catastrophe has already provided the opportunity that Russia has been looking for. Russia secretly rallies her allies, Mexico, Cuba, and Nicaragua, the triangle nations of Central America, to attack. The whole immigration thing has stirred them up. Russia and the others have hated America for years, and the headline reads, Israel's attacked America sends troops. But CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, and all the lying communist fake news is stirring up more anger and division, saying things like, well, they didn't help us. Why should we help Israel? While you and the U.S. leaders are for Israel, God sees the hearts of the Americans. Their hearts have turned against him, his son Jesus and his people Israel, and the headline reads, Chaos Reigns, as Americans protest help to Israel. Finally, America's end, as prophesied in several chapters of the Bible, says, The fall of America will start with an internal revolution. But you, President Trump, can delay it. I'm convinced that the prophecy of America about being split can, can be removed. So America can have more time. But, President Trump, the decision is yours. Do not split Israel. America can have more time. Let me summarize what I'm saying here, because this is real important stuff here, guys. So here we are at April 9th. Let's say the Israeli election does bring in a new guy that is for splitting Jerusalem. The Trump peace plan announces that he's going to split Jerusalem. And sometime between now and June 9th, the headline appears, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Shortly after that, the headline could appear, Catastrophe Hits America. Now, remember, I told you August the 8th of 2015, I heard the audible voice of God say, this is the time of miracles. And then as the judgment hits, what he downloaded in my heart, so will my miracles. Now, we have our crusade scheduled for April 19 through 22. That's Passover and leavened bread and first fruits. And I believe that we're going to see sevenfold miracles at this crusade, either 19, 20, 21, or 22. Since he said, judgment, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. That tells me that there's a high probability. And let's, let's take just, again, we're looking at the negative point of view. And I know you may be saying, well, how can miracles be negative? Hang on. Let's assume miracles do happen, 19, 20, 21, or 22. That means that we have a high probability, I would even say guaranteed, that judgment, some kind of a judgment, I don't know exactly what the judgment is, some kind of a judgment is going to hit America between now and April, we'll say 23rd, April 23rd, someplace in there, on, about, or around associated. Meaning, here's the whole point of the whole broadcast. 
meaning that if we take the negative point of view like a lawyer does, there's a high probability that sometime in April and even higher probability that sometime before the end of June, it could be that we could see the Trump Middle East plan in the eyes of God splitting Jerusalem. The catastrophe hits all in the next two or three weeks or maybe even the two or three months. In other words, it could be that we are very, very, very close to our world changing in a very big way. Now, let me get you to do two things. One, if you want to be in the game and not on the bench in the last days, if you want to have the anointing to be able to teach prophecy and give an answer to people and to walk in sevenfold miracles, then go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself signed up to be at this crusade. Second thing, you're going to need my book because if you're going to be able to give an answer to people and help them to understand about the last days, you're going to need my book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. And you get that by going to prophecyclub.com. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. One for 20, don't do that. Five for 30 or 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless.